I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, December 18th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Elon Musk and Grimes now have something else to fight about in addition to their heated custody battle. The fight now is over who owns the rights to the name Grok. G-R-O-K. Now, this is what Musk calls his AI chatbot, but Grimes may have snagged the trademark first for her line of AI-powered plushie toys. It's, to me, seemingly different categories of products, but apparently there may be a trademark battle in their future. So lots of litigation ahead for the, let's just say, the weirdest power couple of the past year. But besides Elon Musk and Grimes Peak Pals, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, feds to require all new cars to be zero emission by 2035. For our second story, H&M experiments with high fashion. And for our third story, there's a panic in the Red Sea. For our first story, the end of the road for gas-powered vehicles in Canada is fast approaching. Here's what's happening. The Canadian government will require that all new cars sold are zero-emission vehicles by 2035, according to a report in the Toronto Star. The mandate is expected to come as part of a package of new regulations called the Electric Vehicle Availability Standard that will be announced tomorrow. The rules will apply to auto manufacturers who will have to earn a certain amount of credits by selling zero-emission vehicles and building charging infrastructure to hit the government's targets. It matters because the decision will force a dramatic acceleration in the shift to EVs, which today only account for 12% of new vehicles sold. Not only will auto manufacturers need to retool supply of all those shiny new EVs, a successful transition will depend on scaling a robust EV supply chain capable of delivering everything from batteries to chargers. And speaking of chargers, Canada will need around 4 million more public charging ports to make widespread EV adoption feasible, according to the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association. Now to zoom out, Canada's rules are in line with EV sales mandates adopted by a number of other countries. The UK, Netherlands, and a number of large US states, including California and New York, will also require all new vehicles to be zero emission by 2035 or sooner. In Norway, the country with the highest adoption rate of EVs, around 80% of new cars are already zero emissions, and it plans to require that share to reach 100% by 2025. But Without generous incentives for buyers, the price of EVs, the cheapest options, are still around twice as expensive as low-end gas-powered cars. That price could make them difficult for Canadians to buy. For our second story, like us trying to figure out what to wear to the company holiday party, H&M is having a bit of a fashion identity crisis. With their budget garments undercut by China-based fast fashion sellers like Xi'an and Timu, H&M is making a push into the higher-end retail tier with new collections of pricier apparels, per Reuters. The Swedish retailer has launched a new luxe line in collaboration with high-fashion designers, with some items priced as high as $749 USD. The shift comes as one of H&M's main competitors, Xi'an, has rapidly gobbled up 18% of the global fast-fashion market. It matters because the pivot by H&M Arguably the most prominent Western low-cost fashion brand to price your products is a sign of how successful ultra-affordable Chinese sellers have been in penetrating European and North American markets. Other mass-market fashion chains like Zara have protected their market share by navigating a middle path somewhere between the Louis Vuittons and the Xi'ans of the world. The bottom line is that analysts say it's a big risk for H&M, which has previously hesitated to raise prices out of fears that its price-conscious customers would jump ship. For a third story, the conflict between Israel and Hamas is spreading to other parts of the Middle East. In Yemen, that could start to muck up global trade routes. 
Yemen's Houthi rebels, an Iran-backed insurgent group that aims to govern Yemen and supports any action against Israel, its sworn enemy, have intensified attacks on cargo ships passing through the Red Sea in an act of support for Hamas. The Houthis govern northern Yemen effectively, giving them control of part of the Bab al-Mandeb Strait, a vital trade route connecting the Red Sea and the Indian Ocean. Catch you up. The Houthis have sporadically fired cargo ships over the years, but when war broke out, they began targeting any Israeli or Israel-bound ships with drone attacks, boat missiles, and rockets launched from shore to try to pressure Israel into ending the war. The most stunning attack happened in November when they captured the Galaxy Leader, a ship owned by an Israeli billionaire, and took the crew hostage. Recently, their motive has grown unclear as attacks became seemingly random, with non-Israeli ships from Norway, Hong Kong, and Liberia coming under bombardment. It matters because around 40% of international trade passes through the area, in particular oil and grain, making it a vital trade route. If the attacks continue, ships will take longer routes to avoid the area entirely, which would disrupt the flow of goods and increase prices. Danish shipping company Maersk, the world's second largest container shipper, said it was pausing all journeys to the Red Sea after one of its vessels was targeted. The increased risk of damaged ships and lost cargo has already boosted insurance premiums. For Israeli ships in the area, premiums have surged 250%. That's an even better reason than missiles for some shippers to avoid the area outright. Next, the U.S. has sent a stern warning to the Houthis to cut it out and is working on a multinational task force to increase naval operations in the area to fend off attacks. Peak Pals, thanks for making us Canada's most listened to business podcast. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great week, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.